Welcome to the 2018 Spoilers Oscar Pick'em Show. Woo! Uh, yeah, so this is our second annual Oscar Pick'em Show where we try to predict the winners of the 2018 Academy Awards. Uh, making predictions this evening, uh, let's start with first-timer Brett Kelly. Brett, how many of these movies did you see? You said you did some calculations. Uh, I saw eight of the nine best pictures and a lot of the other ones. Adam, 69%. Damn! Nice. Uh, next up, we have Mikey recording next to Stevie. But, Mikey, last year you went 50% correct. 12 of 24. How's mm-hmm. it going? How are you feeling about your your chances this year? Ooh, I think I'm going to do sub 50% because I feel like I've seen even less of uh, the, <laughs> well, nom- the nominated movies <laughs> than I did last year. So. Did, did you pick Nothing. with your heart or with your head? When you were making uh, these predictions. I mean, I'm looking at this list right now, and it's like I haven't seen any of the animated short films or the live-action short films, so I know that those are kind of a toss-up, and I'm hoping to make up some ground in the bigger categories. Well, speaking of ground, last year we have a guy who pivoted out of his top pick, or out of a championship. Stevie, you had Moonlight. You changed to La La Land. You ended up getting second place last year. Dang. I still trust my pick, man. It was a better movie. You had it right until until they unrigged it. <laughs> I had it right. The Academy had it wrong. Agreed. I'll just say it that way. Agreed. I'll put it that way. Agreed. So uh, the way that this works is everyone has submitted their picks, including Jordan, who can't be on the podcast. For some reason, Josh didn't want any part of this. I think it's because he hasn't done his punishment episode and is still kind of bitter about it. Yeah. He seems a little sensitive about it. He texted me. He's like, dude, I don't even like the trivia episodes. We should stop doing them. A little baby. But, uh, yeah. So the loser of this has to do a punishment episode as determined by the winner. Does everyone agree to that premise, first of all? Is everyone of in? Of course. Oh. It, like, I don't understand why he's being such a baby. Armageddon is an Academy Award winning <laughs> film. It wasn't even a mean pick. And that's uh, yeah, episode 150. Yeah, a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so then the winner gets to pick that movie. Um, like I said, everyone's already submitted their picks. We're all looking at the same Google Doc. But the caveat is is that now we can all see that each other, what we've picked, uh, that every week, everyone, Jesus fucking Christ, now that we've all seen <laughs> what each other has picked, everyone has been afforded access to one pivot, meaning that, you know, based on what everyone else said, I can change one of my answers. Um, but let's go ahead and get started with it. Oh, yeah, in the event of a tie as well, um, the more important the awards, like the later that we read this in this podcast, that would be the determining tiebreaker. So uh, let's start with animated short film, the least important of our awards tonight. Uh, the nominees were Kobe Bryant's Dear Basketball, Garden Party Lou, Negative Space, and Revolting Rhymes. Uh, Jordan went with Dear Basketball, Mikey Negative Space, Brett Kelly with Lou, Stevie with Dear Basketball, and I went with Garden Party. Brett, why did you pick Lou? I just thought I saw someone say when they're all decently close, always bet on Pixar. So I actually liked Revolting Rhymes the most, but I knew it would be hurt by its length. So. 
Dear Basket, yeah, Dear Basketball is the Oscar favorite. Uh, moving on to live action short film. Brett, did you see any of these? No, I did not. Anybody see any of these? <laughs> no. Uh, they're pretty dumb. I don't even know where would you even find these. Like, where do you find the animated short films? They show them at movie theaters sometimes, like in a one-ticket package. Yeah, so I I did that, and, like, I saw, like, the cartoons first, and they were all funny, and then I saw the live-action ones, and they're all, like, the most depressing shit you've ever seen (laughs) in your whole fucking life. So, uh... Okay, I don't want to say not worth it, it's just... Are these played around here? Um, Cinemark does it, like, for one week, where you can do, like, Uh, buy one ticket. Okay. I think it's like three hours of time, and half of it's like the most dour, depressing shit. But for this, is there any payoffs in a live-action short film, Pap? So okay, the one that that was nominated that none of us picked called the Eleven O'clock. The premise of it, it's the only comedy. It's the only one that's not like literally about people fucking dying. <laughs> and the the premise is like the psychiatrist comes into his office, and then like his first patient comes in that day, and that patient. His condition is he thinks that he's a psychiatrist. And so they have this like who's on first like routine. Like it's pretty it's pretty oh, funny. Kind of funny. But that sounds awesome. We all went with the school shooting uh short film to Cal Elementary. That's what that's about? Yeah. Uh Mike. Oh, it's like a nine one one call. You went with my nephew Emmett, uh, which is to, it's a true story of uh African American person who is like uh murdered in Mississippi. Any reason you went with that? Mm-hmm. Over the favorite to Cal Elementary? Uh, n- no, I didn't know the subject of any of these movies, so I might. <laughs> this might be my pivot to Cal Elementary. Seems like uh, it might be the favorite going into the Oscars. You got to use your pivot. Is that official? Uh, do I got to use it now, or can I wait until the end? You can wait. You can wait. Yeah, I'll wait. I'll okay. wait. Okay. All right. P- keeping that pivot in his back pocket. Great strategy. So moving on to. Documentary short subject. I didn't see any of these, uh, but we're a split camp with uh, Mikey and myself going with heroine. I don't know how you'd pronounce that. And then it's everyone else, <laughs> everyone else going with uh, Edith and Edit. Edit? Edith Eddie. and Edit? <laughs> uh, Steve, you have Edit. <laughs> That's what I was looking at. Oh, my bad. <laughs> anyone have anything to say about that? I kind of fucked around with all the names on these, so yeah, if you have I trouble know, reading. I noticed. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's not that I wasn't taking it seriously. It's just I was pissed off at work and just kind of wanted to liven up my day. Did you see any of these? Has anybody seen any of these? No. 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 The are. only one I'd even heard of was Edith and Eddie. That's why I picked it. Knife skills sounds kind of interesting. Ooh, but. Stars mm. Nick Cage. <laughs> Is it really? No. No. But. God, I wish. <laughs> I'd be all over that. Like a live, yeah. like a documentary about Nick Cage and knives. Nick Cage and his knives. Yeah. be so awesome. But he's playing John Travolta. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's too intense. All right, moving on to makeup and hairstyling. Uh, not a lot to talk about here. Everyone went with Darkest Hour. Stevie, I know you saw Darkest Hour. What did you think about it? Or did you really? see it? Yeah. It was the most formulaic, like, oscar Beatty movie of all time. I was pissed off it even got nominated. But you liked the makeup. Well, I mean, I guess. Gary Oldman, I couldn't recognize him, so I guess that's a feat. I saw like 15 minutes of Wonder the other day, and I mean the makeup's good, but the movie's kind of lame, so it can't. They put a space helmet on the kid, right? Yeah, I guess he was born. It looks like the Elephant Man. Yeah, but <laughs> the the makeup looks great though. So I mean, 
If that's just what you want to base the movie off of, it's fine. <laughs> you ever heard uh, Will Ferrell do his Elephant Man impression? No. It's hilarious. <laughs> you need to watch it. Do I amuse you? All right, moving on to costume design. Uh, this is, again, unanimous, all going with P.T. Uh, Anderson's Phantom Thread. Mikey, except for, right, Mikey? Except for Mikey going with Shape of Water. Mikey, what, why Shape of Water? Uh, honestly, I forgot Phantom Thread was all about costumes and, <laughs> That's the reason I picked and clothes, it. clothes designing. <laughs> so yeah. that might be my pivot because that seems like a slam dunk. Yeah, like Heavy a slam dunk. favorite Phantom Thread. Uh, you'd have to bet $10 to win $1 on this category for Phantom Thread. Jeez. Do you guys really think that's like a lock? Like, I don't, I haven't seen anything of Phantom Thread. So I, I think that's like the about design. Yeah. I think it's the Does it look good? It looks pretty good. I think yeah, it's, it's the second it's most favorite. It's a weird favorite. time period. Yeah. All right. Uh, oh, go ahead. Switch. Yeah. You going to use it? You're going to pivot? Or you're still waiting? I'll think about it. Maybe. Okay. I'll wait Wait till the end. All right. So now we move on to production design. Uh, the nominated movies were Beauty and the Beast, uh, which we reviewed on spoilers. Blade Runner 2049. Uh, did we review that? I don't remember. Yeah, we talked A smaller about. one, I think, yeah. yeah. Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Shape of Water. Uh, Jordan, Mikey, and Brett went with Blade Runner 2049. Stevie and Pappy went with The Shape of Water. Stevie, I know The Shape of Water is one of your favorite movies of the year. I just thought that the way that it like took you back to like a 40s type setting and just like every detail in it was amazing. Um, every little detail looked brilliant. And as I said before, it was like Bioshock. It was like a futuristic alternate past. And I just thought it looked beautiful. So, yeah, I had to go Shape of Water. And, yes, it was my favorite movie of 2017. So now we move on to the two uh, ed- or sound categories. Does, does anyone feel confident to explain the difference between sound editing and sound mixing? Does anyone have a good understanding of that? Yes. Go ahead. So sound editing is, like, actually, like, the actual capture of sound in a movie. It's what you're... What you're trying to get, you know, whether it be special effects or you know practical, and then sound mixing is someone going in a booth taking all those sounds and saying which ones should be loudest between dialogue, music, and all the sounds around it. So it's pretty like sound mixing is like a leveler of what needs to stand out in each scene. So we're all pretty much in agreement again, except for a contrarian <laughs> Mikey. Uh, <laughs> So for sound editing, it's Jordan with Dunkirk, Brett with Dunkirk, that Stevie with Dunkirk, we'll Pappy with Dunkirk. Yeah, why are you guys choosing Dunkirk? The favorite is Dunkirk uh, coming off its, uh, you got to bet $7 to win one. But Mikey, I like the baby driver pick here. I think so it's, do I. I think it's ballsy. Well, why are you guys, yeah, why are you guys choosing Dunkirk? I mean, I can't uh, explicitly say that it was better sound edited than baby driver. I mean, the whole point of baby driver is the music and... Like, this kid is deaf, so, like, he's... Or he's not deaf, but he has tinnitus, so, like... Sound editing plays a huge part in the plot of the movie. Actually, that might might be my pick for, like, sound mixing, then. Ooh, that might be That's a good pick. I mean, yeah. Yeah. This, these categories are always so hard because, like, Star Wars... Unless, it, like, unless it was Mad Max, there's no lock yeah. for him. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, the exact same movies were now nominated for editing and mixing. Uh, Baby Driver... Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> Dunkirk, Shape of Water, and Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mikey, uh, we all went with Dunkirk except for Blade Runner 2049. Uh, you love that movie, though, so I respect the pick. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. The movie's great. Ryan Gosling, awesome. gorgeous man. It makes the original better, which is rare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. 
All right, so original song, uh, you can listen to, I think it's episode 151 is our Oscar music special where we broke down uh, Remember Me from Coco, Mystery of Love from Call Me By Your Name, This Is Me from uh, The Greatest Movie, The Greatest Showman, uh, Mighty River from Mudbound, uh, and Stand Up for Something from Marshall. Uh, We have Jordan picking Remember Me from Coco, Mikey picking Remember Me from Coco, uh, myself and Stevie also going with Remember Me and Brett you're the sole contrarian with Mystery of Love <laughs> racist <laughs> why do you hate Mexicans <laughs> Brett uh, I don't at all uh, I dislike Sufjan Stevens and this might be my pivot I I don't know Remember Me was good but you know I don't know I've I don't like mariachi music Sufjan song so. Mystery of Love I mean, it's a good song but they play they only play at the end of the movie right no it, the end of the movie actually is a better song that's Visions of Gideon but um, they play this one three fifths of the way through the movie maybe okay see but I think that like Mudbound could win here too I feel like it could be an upset because it got hosed yeah I mean it's because like, like the little tip of the hat to it but also on episode 151, we talked about original score, um, and for some reason, Star Wars The Last Jedi is allowed to be nominated in this category, along with Three Billboards, The Shape of Water, Phantom Thread, and Dunkirk. Uh, so let's see, we had Jordan with the Phantom Thread pick, and then everyone else went with Shape of Water. Uh, I think Jordan loved Phantom. I think he did too. As much as you say he hated it, I think he loved it. I think he's embarrassed about how much he likes it. He's like, no, it's the stupidest movie ever. You know, you know it would be so <laughs> stupid if we saw it again tomorrow. That would, that would be the dumbest thing we could ever do. Uh, so then we are uh, visual effects. And we had a split camp here. Uh, the nominated films being Blade Runner 2049, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which I know, Stevie, you like that more than the original. Yes. Uh, Kong Skull Island, Star Wars The Last Jedi again, and War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, so Jordan picked Blade Runner 2049, Mikey picked Blade Runner 2049, uh, Stevie picked Blade Runner 2049, and Brett and I went with War for the Planet of the Apes. Okay, my, good pick. Yeah, my thinking here is, is that they, the Academy loves animals that look really realistic. A they la love Andy Serkis. Jun- Jungle Back. They, they love Andy Well. They don't love Andy Serkis because he's never gotten nominated for anything. So this is like kind of a That's roundabout crazy. way for nominating yeah. him. And I don't know how, like, how when they cast their votes, but he was just in Black Panther too. So it's like a little reminder. But I don't know. Stevie, you think Blade Runner 2049's got this? Uh, I like movies, like especially in special effects categories, where you can't tell what is special effects and what's not. Uh, I think that was what was great about like Mad Max and even Zodiac does a great thing, uh, great with that. So uh, I think um, just being non-obvious, I think Blade, 20, Blade Runner 2049 is going to get it. So now we're moving into a category which I know that none of us know <laughs> shit about, foreign language film. Um, the nominated <laughs> films this year are A Fantastic Woman from Chile, uh, One Body and Soul from Hungary, uh, the insult from Lebanon, which I actually saw. It's fine. Did you really? I yeah. It's hard uh. to watch a movie and read the subtitles at the same time. Uh, Loveless <laughs> from Russia and The Square from Sweden. Uh, the fantastic or a fantastic woman, not the fantastic woman, is the favorite here. Uh, Jordan, Stevie, and myself picked that. Uh, Mikey went with Loveless, and Brett. 
Kelly went with the square. Why? Why did you choose the uh, movie that you didn't watch? You just had no faith in the insult. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> that great. <laughs> the movie I did watch. <laughs> How did you even see that? Did you go to the theater and watch it, or? Yeah, so they they showed it at the Denver Mayan Theater, which is I think we have like one picture of on our Instagram, but it, like looks like it's got like all culturally appropriated Mayan decorations. It's awesome. What's Um, left? Yeah. yeah. And it was like literally me and four other people and two of them spoke Lebanese (laughs) and the other... (laughs) They loved it. They were fucking laughing so hard and like the jokes weren't landing. I was like, huh, that's supposed to be funny? I didn't (laughs) didn't get that. Brett, do you have any reason why you went with the square? I just, th- I just know the circle was one of the worst movies that I saw this year, and I can't pick anything <laughs> that even sounds remotely like it. Uh, I just saw it somewhere as if something that they thought would win. I, but I, yeah, sorry, I, I didn't watch any of them. No, you don't have to apologize to me. I love Sweden. Brett. All right. Again, <laughs> Brett hates South American countries and won't pick anything related to <laughs> to, to them. Uh, so moving on to documentary feature, uh, the nominated films are Faces, Places, Icarus, Last Man in Aleppo, Strong Island, Small Enough to Jail. Did any of you guys see any of these? <laughs> no. Hell no. I heard Icar- Icarus is the uh, Russian doping one, and that's pretty huge on Netflix, so Ooh. that was my reasoning. Toe Rogan talks about it all the time. Yeah. Uh, Jordan went with Faces, Places. Mikey, you said you went with Icarus. Uh... Brett also went with Faces Places as well did I as well did I go with Faces Places. Stevie, why last man in Aleppo? You're the, you're the last the, man to pick Aleppo. I'm rooting for, you know, the little guy who's not even allowed at the Oscars because Captain Spray Tan fucked this country up. So uh, hopefully they get to make it to the Oscars. That's why I picked that one. Just rooting for him. Rooting for you, last guy in Aleppo. Uh yeah. So film editing, uh, Baby Driver, Dunkirk, I, Tonya, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards, uh, myself, Brett, Mikey picked Dunkirk, Jordan, and Stevie picked Baby Driver. Mikey, you think Dunkirk's got this one? Uh, yeah, I wanted to give Dunkirk one of the technical ones, and I didn't think they deserved it for sound or anything, so I'd, I'll give them editing. Next, we have cinematography. Uh, everyone picked Blade Runner 2049. Does Roger Deakins have an Oscar? That's why I picked it. I don't think he does. So this I is think, like uh, the slam dunk? That's one of the two. What, what else do you think has a chance? Isn't he like 0 for 14? I thought Shape of Water was one that was up there for that. I see Blade Runner's the favorite at... One to eight, or eight to one, or however you say it. Film editing. Yeah, I'd say the shape of water is probably the only thing that could. Or cinematography? Oh, I mean, yeah, cinematography. My bad. Animated feature film. This is the most favorite of any of them. Brett, this was such a favorite that you picked a Mexican movie. What is that? We're, hey, Brittany and I watched Coco the other night. We both loved it. It was awesome. Did you cry? No, we didn't cry. We're not little babies. <laughs> I'm, just, ki- I'm yeah. just kidding. I know you guys all cried. I'm just not a crier. It broke my heart to not choose the boss baby for this category. 
<laughs> one to 40, my God. Ferdinand looks like a terrible movie. Coco is obviously the best movie here. Why? Can you believe the Boss Baby is an Academy Award nominated film? No, How bad were animated films last year? The Boss Baby got nominated. <laughs> <laughs> Loving Vincent actually looks kind of cool, though. They had like a hat and they had like the Boss Baby, the Emoji Movie, uh, oh, Cars Ugh. 2. We're all in it. Right, we got to pick one of these. <laughs> the Boss Just Baby. Just draw. Yeah. See what happens. Uh, so next up, adapted screenplay. This Some people might call this one of the weaker categories uh, just because all of the, the big Oscar favorites are an original screenplay. Um, but you had Logan nominated this, a superhero movie. Stevie, how do you feel about Logan? You weren't on that podcast. That movie's so boring and shitty. <laughs> like, when people are pulling it to get nominated for Best Picture, I just wanted to tell them to frick off. Like, that movie was 95% boring and 5%... Oh, okay. Yeah, but have you seen the black and white version? <laughs> I don't want to. I <laughs> really don't edition. want to. I never want to see that movie again. Also nominated, uh, the Aaron Sorkin-directed and written Molly's Game, uh, Mudbound, another one of Stevie's favorite movies from last year, uh, the, Dis- the Disaster Artist, which was Mikey's pick. Uh, Mikey, what about The Disaster Artist made you think? Uh, Well, I've only seen The Disaster Artist and Logan, so... I mean, those are the only two I had to go off of, and I thought The Disaster Artist was It's a, a really better. good book. Yeah, than Logan. The, the Disaster Artist is a great movie regardless, so that's kind of my reasoning. And then uh, everyone else went with the favorite Call Me By Your Name. Um, on to what is the closest contended among the uh, odds makers original screenplay. Uh, the Big Sick, Get Out, Lady Bird, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards being nominated. And this was... Hugh humanimous. Everyone went with Get Out. Anyone the thing is, I, yeah. I could see this going any way, though. I could see Lady Bird, Big Sick, Shape of Water, or Three Billboards getting this was, it. Yeah, this was like the hardest one for me to choose. That's what was so crazy is like this is like the most like hard to pick, but we all think that they're going to give it to Jordan Peele. Yeah, I think they're going to lose the other three and they're going to, they're in a, we have to give them one situation. So now I could see that. I don't hope for that, but I no, yeah, no. I mean, yeah. So now moving on to the big five, and interestingly, Brett and I have all of the same picks for I think mm-hmm. the rest of these. Uh, but the first of the the no Mexicans involved. Yeah. <laughs> so the, that's why it was easy decision for Brett. Uh, oh gosh. <laughs> so actress in a supporting role, we have Mary J. Blige from Mudbound. Allison Janney from Itania, Leslie Manville from Phantom Thread, Laurie Metcalf from Lady Bird and Octavia Spencer. Laz, you quit fucking that fish man right now from <laughs> The Shape this of was, Water. This is one of the weaker ones, I think. But. I'm surprised Octavia Spencer got nominated. I think yeah, out of all these yeah. people. Yeah. She's in it for like five minutes. Yeah, I agree. She's not exactly a She's, uh, she's standard. She's a great actress. Right. She's not a phenomenal Right. She, it's, it's standard Octavia. It's not like anything... Like, Allison Janney has never played anything like that, so... I would have swapped out, like, that little girl from The Florida Project. Like, she could have nominated her. That would have been, like... What was her name, Morney? I have no idea, but... Yeah, she was awesome in that. But so, yeah, so for this, uh, Allison Janney is the favorite, and that's what we all went with, except for Contrarian Mikey. I love it. Picking Laurie Metcalf from Lady Bird. (laughs) I haven't seen I, Tanya, so... I've seen Lady Bird, and I thought Laurie Metcalf did great in that, and... Wasn't that so sad? 
Ladybird? Yeah, she was really good in it. The mom? Yeah. Yeah. They butt heads the whole movie, and she plays a good yeah. upset mom. Do you like Ladybird, Mikey? I didn't even know you saw it. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. Uh, it's real as fuck. Yeah. It's it's like a true story of that chick's life, right? I mean, Most, like, yeah, mostly, like, based on it. Yeah, so it's interesting. I liked it. All right. All right. So actor in a supporting role. Uh, everyone went with Sam Rockwell from Three Billboards, <laughs> except for Country and Mike. Oh, man. Mikey's, okay. Mikey's either going to smoke everybody or get his butt kicked. I thought Three Billboards is kind of boring, and I haven't seen Florida Project, but uh, it looks really interesting for Three me. Billboards was the most okay movie of the year. It, that's exactly that's what it is. That's the most it's, okay movie of okay. the year. But how is it There's like it's winning so many awards? Movie. I don't understand. I don't There's understand. There's nothing special about that movie. I think Sam Rockwell is the best part of the movie, but... If they would have made the whole movie just about him, that movie been, the movie would have been phenomenal. I thought Sam Rockwell was almost too over the top. Like, he's so crazy. Yeah, he shifts towards the end. I think what kind of Stevie's saying is that the movie does shift towards the focus towards him towards the last half. Yeah. So, I don't know. I thought I thought it was better than you guys did, but I like more movies. I mean, so Woody did a great job too. He was also yeah. He wasn't in it very yeah. long. If that movie's getting so many awards, then In Bruges <laughs> is a freaking masterpiece. But I'd like to see Willem win it. He's kind of like always outside. This might be. Yeah, he's, he's he's never uh, he's never nominated for anything, so it's like kind of interesting to see him in there. Might be like a lifetime achievement award if he wins, but I heard he was good. I haven't seen that yet. I just want like updated Willem Dafoe, Willem Defriend memes if he wins with him looking super happy with the Oscar. <laughs> uh, so now moving on to actor in a leading role. We flipped these around from last year. Uh, so actor in a leading role, Timothy Chalamet from Call Me By Your Name, who is also in Lady Bird, who is also in Hostels. Uh, then you have Daniel Day-Lewis from Phantom Thread, Daniel Kaluuya from Get Out, Gary Oldman from Darkest Hour, and Denzel Washington, for some reason, gets nominated from a movie that nobody fucking saw, Roman J. Israel Esquire. Uh, Gary yeah. Oldman is the heavy favorite, and everyone went with him. Dude, Steve. Except Steve. for... Oh, <laughs> that makes me laugh. Droopy dog makes me laugh so much. You got, okay, again, you guys all voted for Gary Oldman. None of you even watched it or liked the movie. I, I hate that I movie. did. I did. I liked it. Turning down. I think it's going to be... <laughs> you little girl, what would you do about the job? <laughs> Honestly, if uh, Kaluuya doesn't win it, I'd really like to see that Chalamet kid get up there. Yeah, he, yeah he was good. Win it. That'd be pretty interesting. And Daniel Day-Lewis, who gives a fuck. He's really good at finding <laughs> uh, new hobbies. I mean, it's it's three like superstars. Gary Oldman hasn't won a Best Actor yet, I don't think. He's but considered like the best so. actor to never win. Yeah, so this might be his layup year. No, no, no. Brett, are you okay? My the puppy was grabbing this cord. I didn't want him to electrocute himself. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Mikey, are you still saving your pivot? Uh yeah, I'll I'll make a decision at the end. Okay. Does anyone else want to pivot? So I haven't been asking. Stevie, you good? Brett, you good? I might. Yeah, I think I'm Drippy, Dog, it. I think Drippy Dog's got it. I think oh, he's good. All right. So now we go to actress in a leading role. Uh, the nominated uh actresses this year are Sally Hawkins from The Shape of Water, who Stevie picked. Francis McDormand, who is the heavy favorite, who the rest of us Why'd picked. Why did you guys pick Francis McDormand? Makes no sense. I thought Margaret she was awesome. Robbie, 
Sersha, Ronan, and Meryl Streep from the post. Meryl Streptrow. Meryl Streptrow, again. She sucks. Why the fuck An does... An up-and-coming actress. So annoying. Like, but Stevie, you think Sally Hawkins has got it? Dude, she did more acting by saying five words in the whole movie than Frances McDormand did the whole time with never shutting up. I mean, Sally Hawkins acted her tail off, and I think she deserves it. And yes, I've seen them both. But, but Frances but McDormand said the F word. <laughs> Frances, oh, <laughs> Frances cool. McDormand does play a strong, angry woman, which is not usually portrayed in media. She's already won her Oscar. Give it to Sally. Sticking to your guns, then? All right. Sticking to my guns. So now we're coming down to the last two. Uh, directing. You get Jordan Peele from Get Out, Christopher Nolan from Dunkirk, Greta Gerwig from Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Andersone from Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro from The Shape of Water. We all picked Guillermo. Did anybody have any reservation? Did anybody have any second thoughts, or was it all Guillermo? Jordan Peele was my second pick. Yeah, I thought this could go with either, except for Phantom Thread. I thought it could have gone to anybody. It would be interesting if they flipped it and gave Jordan Peele directing, and then gave like uh, Guillermo. Guillermo best picture. But that brings us to the last award of the night. The nine nominated films for Best Picture are Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, uh, The Shape of Water, <laughs> and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Stevie, you picked Get Out. For those who don't agree, suck cock by choice. What made you I pick? <laughs> what made you write all of those words and make it harder to grade? Because I saw six of the nine, and I saw the six most important nice. ones. Six of nine. And the way I look at movies is, uh, would I watch them again? And Get Out is a clear choice, number one. I would watch again. I think it was the best movie and most enjoyable of 2017. Blech. Not my favorite one. Brad also hates black people. Stop. And, Don't uh, say that kind of stuff. <laughs> Jeez, please. Well, Brett... Uh, Brett, yeah, I wh- think Get Out's got it. Why do you make that noise, Brett? You went with The Shape of Water for your pick. Uh, I went. Oh, I made that noise because I don't think Get Out is even close to good enough to winning this award. Um, and I think The Shape Ooh. of Water was a lot better. I'm not saying it won't win, but the Oscars Black are a Twitter joke kind of backlash. anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why um, do you think it's not good enough? Like, do you think it's, it's? I think it's good enough to be nominated. I actually really liked it. I just. It was like my fifth favorite of the Ugh. eight I watched. Oh, really? Oh, I, I liked man. a lot of them though. So, but definitely not. Sorry, that's just my opinion. I liked it though. I thought it was good acting, good directing, just not good enough to win in my opinion. And I think there's sinister motives if it wins. Sinister motives. Sinister motives. Well, you guys may accuse me of sinister motives right now, but Brett, I was I was with you. With the shape of water. You're but pivoting now. I'm going to pivot. And I hope I'm not going to... The same thing doesn't happen to me that happened to Stevie last year. But I'm going from the shape of water. I'm going to go with the favorite three billboards mm-hmm. outside oh. Ebbing, Missouri. Look, That's the favorite? Yeah. It's the slight favorite. According to who? Like it won like all Vegas? the awards and stuff. Yeah, like Vegas. Oh, but it, it's won BAFTA. BAFTA. Mm. I, I I don't look. I don't think it's the best movie. Yeah. It's not even in my top ten. But like, I just 
I, I think, like, I agree with what Stevie said. Like, best picture should be the movie that you want to see again. And out of all these movies, I actually own Dunkirk, and I haven't watched Dunkirk again. I've watched Get Out a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen Get Out. I'm going to watch I'm gonna watch Shape of Water, like, ten times and Dunkirk ten times. And Get Out probably four times. There you go. Game over. <laughs> get Out. All right. Mikey, you, you said you have Get Out. And then Jordan. Jordan had Get Out. Also went with Get Out, LOL, Stevie, he wrote in the box. So those are our picks. Does anyone want to pivot? Yeah, I'm pivoting. I do. All right, all right, Brett, let's start with you. What, what pick are you pivoting? I'm going to take Remember Me, best original song. All right, can you add that in the spreadsheet? Yeah. Can you change that? All right. So Brett is changing from Mystery of Love to Remember Me. Stevie, do you have a pivot you'd like to use? Uh, yeah. Um, think if I'm gonna go with anything, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, sound mixing, and go from Dunkirk. Actually, no, I'm not. It's not sound mixing. I'm gonna do sound editing. Uh, I'm gonna go from Dunkirk to Bubby Driver. I love it. Aggressive play. Yeah. Mikey, are you are you gonna stay home? Are you content? <laughs> Uh, I'll change uh, my one to DeKalb Elementary. I don't remember what category that was. Yeah, I think it was short. That's short. Doc. So that's making us unanimous now. We're all picking DeKalb Elementary. And then, Stevie, you have sound editing the Baby Driver. All right. So those are our picks. Uh, we'll catch up with you on how we did on the punishment episode uh, as chosen by the winner. Um... Anybody else have anything to add? You said the loser. You said okay. The loser has to do punishment. Yep. So hopefully, we'll, we'll that'll be out after Josh finally does his punishment episode. But thanks for listening. That was spoilers. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. Our number is 903-776-4507. I hope I don't have to do Get Out if I lose. <laughs> Just kidding. I like that movie. We're going to do it in the Dude, end of the pick, night. We're going to pick Selena. <laughs> Right. I, I, I like Selena. I like Selena and I've always Selena. wanted to watch Nahi tonight. <laughs> All right. I don't know why I use that voice. Because <laughs> he says that in the movie. It's any anything for Dasalinas. Salinas. <laughs> All right, we're done. Yep. Cool, man. That was fun. Sorry, I, my racism got in the way. <laughs>